just want to thank everyone out there who's showed their support towards the podcast. It's been absolutely amazing. And if you've got any mates out there who've uh, got a few proper true yarns and uh, or someone who you know who's a mad dog who might want to come on and spin a few to us, uh, send it through. And uh, if you do one favour for me that would be absolutely incredible, click on the proper true yarn podcast, go to your settings of that and uh, hit auto download because we all know how uh, terrible the phone service in Australia is and I hate the old episode be cut short due to um, terrible phone service. So if you get that auto downloaded, um, we'll be all good to go and there'll be no interruptions. Oh, yeah. Thanks, guys. Did that really fucking happen? This ripper bloke called Knuckles, some call him the big knuck, spinning stories tall and true that'll make you say, holy fuck, the cities to the outback on the highway or the farm, crack a cold one with Knuckles and tell us a proper true yarn. Welcome back to the Proper True Yarn Podcast, the show which we extract the best yarns from the best people around the world and uh, I'm very fortunate that... um, a good mate of mine and probably say one of my best mates, Brian Perry, B-R-I-Z, is sitting beside me. And he has got a lot, lot of good fucking funny yarns that a lot of people wouldn't know were experiencing in their life that he he's had beside me. So um, tells a proper true yarn about this large lady that we had to go and collect. That's right. So essentially... We got a, we got a phone call to go and do a collection. You know, someone had passed away, but this in this instance it was actually a special case. We'd been we'd been advised that this lady who'd passed away had been sort of bedridden, had been in this house for several years. She was quite a large lady, and by the time that we'd actually done the retrieval, we'd worked out that she was actually um, two hundred and ninety kilos, so just short of three hundred, or was like right on it. I think it, it was right on it. And she wasn't a coffin, bro. Was he? When yeah. can you explain to people when you get to a certain weight? Yeah, so obviously the, wood can't hold you. No, that's right. So essentially, what we had to do was we had to purchase a marine ply, and essentially like build a coffin around her. So it gets to a point. There's a there's an old a slang term that the funeral industry might use for those large coffins, they call them wardrobes because they literally are like a massive, big, square-looking box. Definitely. That would resemble a wardrobe. Yeah. Um, But even to the extent that this, unfortunately, this lady just would not fit in one of those either. Yeah. And then structurally as well, there's a good chance that it would have have collapsed. Yeah. So we, we, we had to actually go to the extent of... Um, going to the local hardware store, buying marine pie and building a coffin around her. Now, she was to be cremated and the cremator does have limitations and yep. we fucking found that out really quick. Very much. Um, unfortunately, like uh, not the sizing-wise, the capacity to actually cremate tissue I, at, a, at a rate. Can you give the listeners out there a, like, like a fat-exploding... So yarn about yeah. with within that, bro. Like like you know. So, so anyone yeah. that do, anyone would know. Yeah. Like like it's fucking. Like, you know, like um, the best way to explain it would be when you're doing a cremation process. There's certain elements that help with the breaking down of the with the, the body. So you use the coffin to help fuel the the cremation, but they also use the fat from the body to help break down the body. So. If you've got a person who is quite fat, in layman's just got a good amount yeah, of fat yeah, on them, yeah. they're going to actually help cremate quicker. 
Yep. So uh, if you've got someone who's very muscular, they're going to take quite a long time to cremate because one muscle's more dense than fat and then, yep. and then um, fat acts as a fuel source to actually help with the cremation. Yeah, so you can imagine on an average size person is probably 80 to 90 kilos. Yeah. So you've got essentially three to three and a half people at once yep. in your cremator. Yeah, wow. And like three and a half fat people because it's all fat. Yeah. You know, so you would be incinerating, like it's an accelerant. It, it starts burning and it, it goes yep. to the point where you can't control it. So I wasn't actually in the process at that point. I wasn't actually in charge of cremating. I was actually out doing an arrangement. And I had a friend, one of the one of the friends, sorry, when I say friend, everyone at works like our friends. We're just work yeah. colleagues. But like when I say friend, it's one of the work colleagues. Tried ringing me twice and I'm like ignoring it and ignoring it because they knew that I was doing an arrangement. So, you know, the goal, the old rule is don't fucking... Disturb someone when they're doing an arrangement because yeah. you know they're with the family, blah, blah, blah. Out of respect for the family, yeah. Out of respect for the family. So, you know, I'm getting these phone calls, I'm getting these phone calls. I'm like, what the fuck's going on here? And then I felt a ding, ding, like a message come through. So I, I thought, what the fuck's going on? So I, I discreetly looked to the left at my phone and looked down and there's a fucking photo of a 12, 15-foot flame coming out of the stack. Now, the stack outside the roof is probably a good three metres high from the roof line, and then you've got a 15-foot fucking flame sitting above that as well. Holy fuck. So you And bellowing, bellowing smoke, like literally, literally bellowing it out. And, like, to that point where I looked at my phone, I've gone, holy fuck. Like, I said, holy fuck in front of the family. Yeah, yeah. I said, look, I said, I'm so sorry. I need to take a quick phone call. I'll be back. <laughs> so I take the phone call. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? They said, oh, you know, the person who's getting cremated, it, it's gone out of control. Like they're, they're literally, the, the, you know, the fat's kicked in and it's accelerated and it's just gone ridiculous. Yeah. People down the road had noticed that there's this flame coming out of the stack and noticed a, a smoke thing. But from the point where they're looking at it, they couldn't see that there was a, a, a chimney there. So all they can see is this building On and a fire. flame with smoke coming out and so they've called the fire brigade. Now, by the time the fire brigade were called and have come over to our area, the cremator had sorted itself out. So for the listeners here, and the, the cremator's computerised. So what's happened is it's, it's got to a point where the cremator's gone, nah, I can't handle this, this is too much, and it's just gone, open everything up and fucking vent they're going to let everything out. Yeah. Then once it's vented everything out, it goes, okay, well, we can get back to normal normal routine. So it starts shutting it back down and, it's, and it starts working it out and it gets back to a controllable temperature. But by that time, the fireys, they've turned up and they're like driving around the, around the, the block looking for this fire and there's no fire <laughs> because it's controlled <laughs> itself by then. So then the fiery turned up and knocked on our door and ended up being an old mate that we knew as well. Uh, shout out to uh, Gricey, R.O.P. Um, he said to us, uh, he goes, mate, is there a fiery? I <laughs> said, uh, no, not quite. <laughs> we, we, ex- we explained to him what was going on. I was like, ah, oh, don't worry about it. But it ended up making the news. Uh, 
the, the newspaper put up an article the next morning saying that, um, you know, the fires were called to a fire in the CBD and they turned up and it was a cremation going on. So, yeah, yeah. Right. so you know, that gives, that gives you a bit of an idea. So even like cremators, they have a limitation of what they can do as well. More, that, more, we, really push, we really pushed it hard, didn't we? Oh, fucking 100%, mate. Yeah. Even, even for everyone listening out there, you, you can imagine going to somewhere where you're with a friend of yours yeah. And um, you have to lift 300 kilos. Oh, that's it. Like, you can't. It's just so hard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I fucking know. Yeah, I was there. Yeah, right. no, that's what I mean. Like, yeah, I mean, like, everyone's like, oh, yeah. yeah. It's not, and it's not, it's not 300 kilos on a bar weight where you've got, it's 300 kilos of limped weight. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, you know, I'm like, dead, literally, literally dead, dead weight. weight, you know. And, yeah, and everyone's like, oh, what's the biggest person you've ever fucking cremated, biggest person you've ever had to deal with. I'm like, well, fucking hell. Brian and I had to get this person out of said location yeah. into the back of the Falcon. The Falcon, yeah, we had the old Ford back then. Yeah, yeah. and, um, yeah, well, fucking hell, like, yeah. yeah but Some, yeah, I mean, like, that's just one example of transfers. We've done funerals, we've done out-of-town jobs, we've done coroner's work, we've oh. done normal transfers. There's like, I mean, we're not limited to one body preparations, all the bits and pieces over the years. So I'll tell a yarn now, and this is this is an untold yarn, and um, it happened, it didn't happen to either of us, it happened to a, um, it was a yarn told to us. Yes, told. And this is a this is a proper true yarn of a uh, situation, in Hull, like this is fucking wild, and after it was told to Brian and I, we're like, holy fuck, like this, mm. is, this, this is a fucking mad yarn. Mm. So uh, said funeral director, he was on call. And when you're on call, you have to be sober. Yes, of course. You're driving. You're driving, yeah. And you're working. You're under a... No matter what you do, like, you're, you're being paid to work. So yeah. anyway, so what I heard was the person wasn't even supposed to be working. He got, they got called in because uh, but they'd been fucking hitting the piss. Yeah. They got called in just to assist with the carry because any work that you got to do, you got two people. So yeah. it's got nothing to do with the driving or anything like At that. All, yeah. it's no, just, that's, yeah, that's, I needed yeah. someone for a lift. Anyway, they're sitting there and it was a car crash. Yeah. And old mate was passed away. Supposedly, that because he was because he'd been on the piss, he fucking he reeked of alcohol. So when out. they've gone to do the transfer, this fucking fire is sitting there going. Oh, I'm fucking had it up to here with these fucking drink drivers, fucking blah, blah, blah. Supposedly it wasn't the person that passed away that's reeked of the alcohol. It was the person doing the fucking transfer. Yeah, so yeah who'd been called up for the situation. Yeah. Our bowl mate that was yeah, driving. That's yeah, exactly yeah. right, yeah. yeah he could no. just smell the piss on him. Yeah, straight yeah. now, yeah. Like, fuck Blame hell. the poor deceased. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's but, um, yeah, it's just one of those crazy situations. But oh. look, you know, like anything, like people just have to do what they got to do. Exactly right. You know, so I'm sent. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.